Welcome to From Chaos to Peace with Connie. My name is Connie Graf and I am your host. I'm here to explore with you, often solo and sometimes with a guest, how a few minutes a day can keep the chaos away. And with chaos, I'm talking about the physical, digital, social, financial, mental, emotional and spiritual clutter that can accumulate in our life and business. In every episode, I want to make you aware how clutter is so much more than you think and why I say that clearing your clutter is self-love. Well, hello, my friend. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode number 181. Thank you so much for allowing me back into your ears. Please subscribe and follow my podcast if you haven't done so yet. This way you never miss an episode and then share it with your family and friends. Because if you find value in what I am talking about, they will too. So today I continue with another quick tip on how to reduce financial chaos in your business finances and personal finances. This is going to be tip number five. And again, I will make it short so it's not overwhelming and I make it very actionable. I really hope you started to put the previous four tips into action. Even if you started small and messy, it's better than just listening and doing nothing or dismissing these tips because they seem so simple and easy to do. Yes, they are, but you still have to do them. So here a quick reminder what tip one to four are. Tip one is in episode number 175 and it's to put aside the sales tag portion of every sale. Tip number two is in episode number 176 to put aside a percentage of every sale for taxes. Tip number three is in episode number 178 to always use separate bank accounts and credit cards for business and personal. And tip number four is in episode number 179. And that tip is to put aside one twelfth of all yearly billed fixed and essential costs in your business. Just go back to these episodes and listen to the details. These are very simple tips that help you get a handle on your financial chaos and overwhelm. All your money decisions and indecisions are fueled by our emotions. Oftentimes the emotions around money are very scary and stressful, but it doesn't help to play possum and do nothing. Just like with anything, you can start very small, tiny if needed, but you do need to start. And these tips are the perfect starting point. So if you haven't at least started to implement these first four tips, stop right here and do that first before you get into step number five. Because this step number five is a very important step, but it still comes after the four previous steps. In step number five, we're building up a rainy day fund. But a rainy day fund doesn't make sense to build if you don't have the sales taxes and one twelfth of your fixed costs put aside already. So what is a rainy day fund? I'm sure you have heard of it. And <laughs> if I wanted to say it really blunt, then a rainy day fund is for when shit happens to good people and good businesses. 
And it's a bit like an insurance policy, one that you give yourself. So maybe one day, one morning, your computer dies and you need a new one. Or you forgot about a big invoice in step number four and all of a sudden this shows up and is due to be paid. Or your car needs repair or breaks down or you need a new car and you can't run your business without a car. Or you get hacked and blackmailed and you need to pay a ransom amount so that you get your data back because you didn't have a backup either. (laughs) There are just a few ideas that came to my mind, but there is a lot of ways that unforeseen expenses could come up and we want to be prepared for them. We can never be 100% prepared, but we can be as prepared as possible. Also, a lot of us experts, coaches and healers have a business where when they don't work, the business doesn't make any money. For example, when you're sick or you're having an accident. So all of a sudden, no money is coming in, but the bills are still due, right? This just happened to me. I had an accident in May and while I could still work in May, it turned out I needed surgery. And so more or less June, I couldn't work full time. So I was sure glad I had insurance and a rainy day fund to cover me during this time. So I didn't have to push myself and could actually take the time to recover from surgery and from my accident. The best thing for a situation like this when you can't work due to an accident or sickness is of course to buy an insurance policy. But maybe that's for whatever reason not available to you right now. So if you don't have an insurance to cover your income, it's even more important that you have a solid rainy day fund. Now, (laughs) what does a solid rainy day fund mean? How much does it need to be? Well, that's up to you and your unique situation. And that's what I help my clients to determine and to figure out. Because it also depends on your private financial situation and if you're really relying on a steady income or draw from your business, which you most likely are if you're a small business. But don't get stuck here on not knowing how much you should put aside because even if you don't know how much you need to save up for a solid rainy day fund, you can still start putting funds away and figuring out along the way. But I say it again here one more time. Only if you have already implemented tip number one to four. Okay, so what I suggest is you start building up a rainy day fund in stages. We start with an amount that covers one month of our business's fixed expenses, including our salary if needed. And once we have that one month cushion saved up, we can start working towards a two month and then a three month cushion. How many months you want to have covered, you ask me? I don't know. That's up to you. But don't get hung up. Start with saving and creating this rainy day fund. In my opinion, any rainy day fund amount is better than no rainy day fund. And a three-month cushion, for example, is pretty good and gives you some breathing room if something unexpected should happen. It also puts you way ahead of most people and businesses that most likely don't have any rainy day fund. So this covers how much to put aside. But let's talk about how to actually do it. First, I would say don't think you will put aside what you have left over at the end of the month. That's most likely not going to work and not going to happen because we have a tendency to 
use up the money that we have if we're not intentional and careful. What I want you to do is to be very intentional and instead of doing it as an afterthought or leftover step, doing it at the beginning, very intentional. So maybe you just put 1% or 5% or 10% of every sale in your rainy day fund. The percentage depends on how much revenue that you are making right now and how much expenses you have to cover with that revenue. Don't feel bad if it's just 1% right now. Again, anything is better than nothing, especially in the beginning when you're starting off. Now, what if you don't make enough revenue to put aside even 1% for a rainy day fund? Well, then my friend, you will have to take a good, honest look at your revenue and your expenses. You either need to increase your revenue, which may take a while, or the other way is to reduce your monthly expenses, right? Especially all the expenses that are not ultimately necessary to run your business, but are more nice to have expenses. Or maybe you signed up for them out of FOMO, but you don't really use it. Maybe you have to cancel some subscriptions or not signing up for courses and programs, finding cheaper solutions for some tech that you are using, but that is not essential in your business. Most people I work with find expenses on their credit cards that they have either completely forgotten that they're paying for, or they know they pay for the service but are not using it. Most people find some low-hanging fruit kind of expenses to eliminate to get to a better financial situation and puts them into the position that they can save at least 1% of every sale into their rainy day fund. Just imagine how much calmer and less stressed or overwhelmed you will be and feel when you have step one to four in place and are building on a rainy day fund, compared to not knowing how to keep up paying all the bills that fly into your business and then maybe have an unexpected expense showing up and putting an even bigger stress on your finances. Again, how many months you want to save up for your rainy day fund is up to you and your unique situation. And we don't want to get hung up on how much. More important is that we start putting aside funds for when unexpected things happen or expenses occur. It's not a matter of whether unexpected things happen or unexpected expenses occur. It's more a matter of when. And if you start your rainy day fund Today, you are better prepared for unexpected expenses than you were yesterday. So here you have it. That's tip number five. Another simple and easy one, right? But again, you have to implement them. As I said in every episode before, these tips are not groundbreaking or mind-blowing. What is mind-blowing to me is that most people are not doing it not even one of them. So unless you do them, you will keep struggling with your financial chaos. So please, please, please go implement these really, really simple steps. You can start today. It doesn't take long. Also, don't worry that we're already in July. Start today and put these tips in place in your business. You will thank yourself for it in the future. And Remember too, reducing chaos is self-love and self-care. And if you struggle with chaos in your finances, your home office or your files, and you know you need to make a change, but you don't seem to be able to do it on your own, if it seems too scary or overwhelming, 
you can contact me because I can help. You can bring your chaos to me. I will be on your team. I will help you face your chaos and together we will figure out what's the best thing for you to do a few minutes a day to transform your chaos and to get organized and in control. You can message me on Instagram. My handle is I am Connie Graf. You can also send me an email or you can sign up for a complimentary Chaos to Peace session. The link is in the show notes and the show notes you find at conigraf.com forward slash podcast forward slash 181. That is conigraf, C-U-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F dot com forward slash podcast forward slash 181. Okay, my friend, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening all the way to the end. And if you love my podcast, you can really help me by going to Apple Podcast and write an honest review. This will help that more people find this podcast and can move from chaos to peace in their life and business. Have a beautiful and amazing week. Talk to you next time. Take good care and be safe. If you enjoyed this podcast episode and you want to go on a journey from chaos to peace in your home, office and finances with me as your guide, opportunities to work with me one-on-one -on -one are available. Go to conigraf.com, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F.com to schedule your own personal Clutter to Clarity chat. And we will see if working together is a great fit. That is conigraph.com, C-O-N-N-Y-G-R-A-F dot com.